Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes podcast. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and as always, we are hosted by hashtag basketball.com. Head over to hashtag basketball.com. They got a lot of good tools for your fantasy league uh, Twitter feeds that uh, pipe in all the beat writers and players and, and team feeds that you might need for really knowing who to start and who to stream tonight. And it's a, it's very, very helpful. Plus, the uh, I think the most helpful thing over there would be the schedule. If you are in weekly leagues and you need to know the games, uh, the, the schedules for the for each week, that's a very nice little graphical interface there. So go check out hashtag basketball.com. They got a lot of good NBA writing. There's also uh, other podcasts, uh, some NBA deep dives podcasts, um, another fantasy basketball podcast about deep leagues, kind of taking deep dives into the, uh, the the 300th guy. And it's not it's not that uh, deep, I, I would say, but. If you like the soothing Australian accent, go check out the other podcasts, plus the writers from Hashtag Basketball have um, their own podcasts, and they talk about just straight-up NBA. So a lot of good stuff over there. Go check them out. Enough of the plug. Let's get right into the box scores. Tonight, the Pelicans played the Milwaukee Bucks. This was a pretty close game, uh, interesting Outcome, the uh, Pelicans actually won this game. I think, is that their first win? I think that is their first win. Congratulations. Uh, Anthony, da- and no, uh, with no effort, uh, Anthony Davis, 41 minutes tonight. Um, the guy is just, he's the best player in fantasy basketball right now. This was, you know, the people should have seen this coming. He's never played more than, I think, 67 games in a in a season but even when he's only played limited minutes in totals he's still been in or limited games in totals he's still been top five and this is why tonight 32 points eight rebounds two assists two steals four blocks eight for eight from free throw 12 for 25 guy's a beast he's a monster and this is like a solid line like he he's he puts up better lines than this he's insane um, he's carrying this team. They only have one win. And the reason they only have one win is the rest of this team is just trash. Just in, in NBA-wise and in, in fantasy-wise, they're not as trash because minutes equal value. But even fantasy-wise, they're, they're really... There's not a lot here to like. Uh, the the one guy I do like on this team, Tim Frazier, he had a nice night. He's kind of took a little slump there in the last couple games. He wasn't scoring very well. And even tonight, he shot poorly. He was 3 for 8, but he got to the line 7 times, and he was 7 for 7 there. 15 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, a steal, um, and only 2 turnovers. And for the season... Tim Frazier's averaging 30 minutes. He's averaging almost eight assists a game with a steal, plus the occasional block, which is, I mean, hard to get from a guard, and, and the fact that he's even registered one is pretty uh, pretty nice. He gets a three a game, and he almost gets four rebounds a game. I mean, this is a solid fancy basketball player. He does um, just really everything you want him to do. He doesn't shoot a ton, and he, he sh- he's shooting four. 47 percent and he's he's shooting 80 81 percent from the line so there's i like tim frazier so much uh he's really nice little fancy basketball player he should have been on everybody's waivers so um if you picked him up and you've been riding him here with drew holiday still out 
that was a great move. I I'm writing him moving forward. I know that you know his his last season he only shot 42 percent, so there is a chance that his shooting percentage goes down. But he was only playing 15 minutes a game, and when he played heavier minutes, he actually looked kind of good. Uh, I say you know keep keep with Tim moving forward. I think he's. Um, I think even though Drew Holiday is eventually going to come back, his value won't completely fall off. I think it, there's a, a decent chance he falls into possibly the tro- drop zone or streamer zone when Drew Holiday comes back. But I don't think he's going to fall completely out of fantasy relevance uh, once once Drew Holiday is is back in action. And we really we don't know when Drew Holiday is coming back. I, I haven't heard anything lately. And obviously that situation, he should take as much time as possible because, you know, there are more important things than basketball, as we've all as we all should know. Um, other than that on this team, Etwan Moore is, he is in the drop zone as a starter, which is not great, but he had 20 points tonight with two three-pointers. Um, he was eight for 18, which isn't great, but three assists, two rebounds and a steal. Etwan Moore, I stream him or, you know, maybe the last guy on your bench kind of guy. I'm not, a, I, I liked Etwan Moore kind of coming into the season. He was playing really well in preseason, but his, um, his game, fantasy-wise, he doesn't get enough of the intangibles, right? So with Tim Frazier, he's getting like four rebounds a game. Etwan Moore is averaging one and a half. Yeah, that's not great. Three assists is, is fine if he was doing something else. So, like, you wouldn't be upset with three assists if he was getting 20 points a game or if he was getting a steal and a half a game. And like four rebounds, like you wouldn't you wouldn't be upset about that. He he has gotten actually a couple blocks, which is is, is kind of interesting. But really, he's a streamer. He's the end of the bench. He's in that drop zone. The only other interesting guy on this team to me is uh, Terrence Jones. I don't know why Terrence Jones isn't playing more minutes. He's only averaging 21 minutes a game this season, and he had that monster game against Phoenix. He had 19 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 blocks and a steal, plus a 3-pointer. Terrence Jones has, as we've seen in the past, has the ability to fill up the box score and be a fantasy uh, standard league relevant player, for sure. He's just never... He's never really been given a full run. And a lot of people might chalk that up to... His injuries. So obviously, if you remember, he's had some pretty, you know, nasty, weird injuries that have has limited his uh, his playing time in the past. But he's not injured right now, and there's a decent stretch of last season where he wasn't injured either, and he wasn't getting those minutes in Houston. There's just there's something. There's a reason why he's not playing like starters minutes. There's a reason he only played um, 21 some minutes so far this year. Tonight he did play 34 minutes and this I think that you know here I think is the reason why he played 34 minutes tonight. He had 10 points and 7 rebounds. That's it. He had a, he had a block, okay. So I think he's someone to keep an eye on. He's not ready 
I think if you're in a bigger league, I'm taking a flyer on him just because the potential for him to play starters minutes moving forward is there because this team is pretty bad and they just need someone who can play and he can play, but man, there's gotta be a reason being on one of the, uh, one of the worst teams in the league, he's still not, you know, averaging 30 some minutes a night. That's, that's a red flag, but if he gets it going and he's playing, uh, you know, 34 minutes a night like he did tonight, and he could be he could be standardly relevant. So keep an eye on him. Take a flyer on him in big leagues. I'm not ready to put him on a a bench in a standard league yet. Going over to the Bucks, looking at their um, game tonight. Old Tony Snell, he played 33 minutes tonight. And like Tony Snell usually does, kind of craps the bed. Seven points, only one three. One assist, four rebounds, and a turnover. That's pretty bad. That's not great. Um, Giannis is, is is also a monster. He's he's just so good. 17 points, 10 rebounds. Only one assist tonight. Uh, Deladova had 12 assists tonight. So Deladova was dishing out the ball. And um, I'm with Deladova, he's getting a ton of play in Milwaukee. And... When he is running point instead of Giannis, he he can be standardly relevant because it's hard to come by assists like that. He's averaging six and a half assists a game. But the problem is he doesn't do a ton else. He gets a steal a game, which is okay, I guess. But he's not he's barely scoring. He's not even getting a three a game. Um, the three and a half rebounds is nice as a point guard. But I don't think he's standardly relevant unless... Well, okay, like he he could be standardly relevant because of the assists, the assists. But in my opinion, I don't want him on my team. I don't think he's consistent enough. He doesn't get the ball in his hands enough, and they should be running the Greek Freak at at point permanently. I don't even know why they're bothering with Deladova. He's a, should be running the team off the bench. Uh, the reason they probably aren't is because the rest of this team is not great at all, other than obviously Jabari, who went off tonight. 33 points, three three-pointers. I usually say he doesn't make three three point, any three-pointers, but he made three tonight. Nine rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. That's that's a really nice line from Jabari, and he has been, um, you know, pretty solid. I, I'm not a huge fan of because he just kind of only scores, but he's definitely moving his game up. He's, he's doing a little bit more, enough to be standard league relevant for sure. I would be a little worried, uh, but he's young enough to, to take a step. Surprisingly, off the bench, Greg Monroe, if you're in a nine-cat league, he has been relevant as well. He is averaging 10 or almost 11 and 8 with three assists and a steal and a half in 21 minutes. If this guy... If they would just play this guy, which they won't because he's, he's just not that good. Uh, tonight, he only played 20 minutes um, right on his, his average for the season. Eight points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Like, you just can't expect a guy who's, you know, a legit NBA basketball player while he, he cannot play defense. But you can't expect him to have his heart in every single game if he's coming off the bench only playing 20 minutes and Tony Snell is starting. Like that's that's rough. Um, 
The rest of this team, Plumley, he only played 11 minutes. I don't know if he got injured there or what happened. I I didn't see anything about him getting injured, so I just you know I can't run with him either. Both of these teams don't have a lot of fantasy relevant guys, and um, I, you know there's a couple guys to watch, but Teletovic I'm watching just because. You know, he can shoot a lot of threes. He had a nice stretch last year where he was uh, very fantasy relevant. And then the Greg Monroe situation. But without minutes, neither one of those guys um, are really worth any of your time. Moving on to the next game, the Chicago Bulls go to Miami and and defeat Miami in the first return game for Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne Wade said... This is the weirdest game he's ever played in, and I had to admit it was very weird watching him. It's been weird watching him in a Bulls jersey all year, but it's weird with the crowd and the way they treated him, and there's this nice tribute, and they were cheering him, and then the game got close, and then Wade was you know, drawing fouls like he used to in Miami, and people were booing him, and I thought that was kind of ironic to see Wade draw a, uh, you know, very, very questionable foul, and it be on the other end of that Miami crowd. So, sorry Miami, you guys got to fan up, you know? Um, I love hating on Miami. I'm, I will never apologize for that. I've been, I was hating on them before um, LeBron was there and all that, and it's really it's been it's been tough to adjust to Wade coming to the Bulls, but you know when he hits a dagger and does a, a throat slit at the after hitting a dagger in the first game, he starts to win your heart, you know. All right, enough waxing about the Wade on the Bulls tonight. Um, Jimmy Butler, really nice night, twenty points. He was nine for ten from the line. He had a three pointer. Four rebounds, five assists, three steals. He's been uh, stealing at an incredibly high rate, and you know that's really great to see when you um, where you drafted him and what you're expecting from him. He's I think he's fine. Not worried about him at all. In Wade's return, he had 13 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and a steal. 0 for 4 from 3. Couldn't get that 3 magic. Um, he took a lot of shots. He wanted this. You know, he wanted to be the hero in this game. And uh, they won the game for him. So that's that's all you need to know. Rondo, this game was on, uh, you know, um, spoiler alert. This game was on national TV. Rajon Rondo had 16 points. He actually hit a three. He had 12 rebounds. He had six assists and two steals. Uh, always, always stream and play Rajon Rondo on national TV. Always, because he always gets up for those games. The guy's defense is so terrible. But, you know, he does stuff like this every once in a while, and I think that's good enough for him to be owned in standard leagues. Looking at um, his on-season average, though, he... He's currently ranked 160th, and so that's really, really bad. And he has a he has a lot of bad games, but I, I I still think with his ability to get assists and steals, he can be standard league relevant. If you're in shallower or smaller leagues, um, you know maybe there's a place for him that's going to be hard to, um, I guess justify owning him in like roto leagues, just in general in roto leagues, but. In roto leagues that are small, in standard leagues that are small, there's probably better guys on your waiver, better point guards on your waiver. But you know, if you desperately need point guards, but every other league, I, I think he should be owned. He should be streamed at the very least if he's on a, on your waiver because 
the guy gets assists, and assists are hard to come by, like I said, but five rebounds for a guard, and uh, right now his steals are a little down from years past. 1.3 steals per game. But man, the guy's gotta the guy's gotta start shooting the ball better for him to be considered, you know, a full-on standard league relevant player. Tonight, a little interesting, but this is when this is when you need to start understanding matchups. So Paul Gasol going up against the Warriors, you sit Paul Gasol, and not just because he hasn't been, you know, he's only been playing like 14 minutes a game, but because he's not going to run with the Warriors, and Pop's not going to want him to run with the Warriors. So sit him. In the reverse of that, Hassan Whiteside is a beast, and really the only person who is capable of handling him on the Bulls is Robin Lopez. And so Robin Lopez has been playing like low, low minutes lately, and he's not been standard league relevant because of his... Um, his, his average minutes are 25 minutes a game, but, you know, it's been less here and there. But tonight, um, Robin Lopez played 38 minutes. He was 8 for 20. He had 16 points. Somehow did not draw any fouls, did not shoot any free throws, um, but had 9 rebounds and a block. This is an outlier. Uh, they were exploiting um, the poorest defense of the Miami Heat. I don't expect Robin Lopez to average 30 minutes or play 30 minutes, maybe even the rest of the season, but unless someone gets injured, but 20 shots, that's insane. He led the whole game in, in, in shots attempted. Robin Lopez, uh, I'm not picking him up after this game. Uh, he might be someone you want to stream a little bit more if the Bulls are going against uh, guys with uh, good centers, but... You know, I'm not I'm not getting excited about this game at all. Taj Gibson only played 23 minutes tonight, and I'm not really sure why. Eight points, a block, three rebounds. I'm still on the Taj Gibson should be owned in all leagues bandwagon. He is he he just does all the things you need him to do. He does a little bit of everything, and he gets good rebounds, and he shoots a good percentage. And if you're interested in um you know paying attention to every single category. He's a guy you, you kind of want. And if you're, you know, one of those double-double, and he's in double-double leagues, which I don't know why people count double-doubles. They're not important, but you're already getting rewarded for the points and the rebounds elsewhere. Don't get me started. But if you are in double-double leagues, Taj Gibson is a, occasionally gets double-doubles. He's kind of a... If he's a low on your, on your rankings or he's still on your waivers, the guy has had, you know, three, four, four double-doubles? Nope, three double-doubles uh, already this season. And, you know, if you can grab a couple of those off of a guy that you, you know, don't start or, or is a waiver-wire player, that's 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 really nice. But uh, I'm owning him. I'm not worried about his 22 minutes. Doug McDermott played 32 minutes tonight, and I, it is because I think the Heat are a little bit smaller of a, a team outside of Whiteside. And uh, they could kind of hide Doug against some of their not great shooters, which is what they did. And Doug played 32 minutes. He only scored 13 points, had four rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Only two three-pointers. He's got to hit more three-pointers than that. Um, if he, if he playing like this, I don't think he's standard league relevant, but he's definitely someone I want to watch because an uptick in minutes there, and, and hot hand, hitting a lot of threes. 
he he, he could enter into relevancy. Uh, Nico only played 22 minutes, 10 points, five rebounds. Just a guy I'm keeping an eye on, just because uh, you know he can he can fill it up when he's playing good minutes. But he's not he's not playing good minutes. And um, once again, I'm, I'm just very disappointed. Looking at the Heat tonight, Justice Winslow ran quite a bit of the point. Um, 15 points, 6 assists, 4 steals, 5 rebounds, 3 three-pointers. I'm um, I'm up in the air on Justice Winslow. So I, I've been keeping an eye on him and the fact that the Heat are, are running him as almost like a de facto point forward. Is, is super promising to his fantasy game because if he's suddenly getting you know six assists a game bumping that up that's that's really nice and um tonight a little bit of that had to do with the fact that gordon Drogic did leave this game and did not return so it might have been purely out of necessity that he was running the point but we don't know how long Dragic is out. He play, Dragic did play 22 minutes, so we don't know how long he's going to be out. And while he's out, they don't have a point guard. Justice Winslow is their point guard now. So if you see Dragic's out for more than um, a couple games, I'd pick up Justice Winslow. I'd be streaming him for sure at this point because um, of what he's been, how he's been playing lately. But I'm picking him up in all standard leagues if Dragic is out. Just even a couple games. Get him in there, get some quality starts out of him, and then drop him back out. You should you should always be willing to drop the worst player on your team. You really should, because there's if there's someone better on the waiver wire and there's someone some better quality starts you can get, then put that guy in and get the quality starts. If you're in a roto league, head to head league, either way. You should always be able to drop the guy at the bottom of your bench. Period. Looking at the rest of the night for the Heat. Whiteside, wow, I'm I'm impressed. 20 rebounds tonight. Um, 20 points, 20 rebounds, three blocks, and a steal. Pretty nice, and four for four from the line. Good for him. That's promising. If you're a Whiteside owner, you're probably panicking because he's been playing, you know, just kind of kind of trash to start the season. But he's starting to pick it up now, and you can see why you drafted him so high. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's ever gonna get as high as some people were taking him taking him in the first round. I think it was I think it was honestly a little silly to take him that high. But the potential's there if he plays like he was playing last year. I think he's taken a nice hit because they are giving him the ball a lot more. He's not just getting easy lands, and they're expecting him to carry some of the offensive load. So his shooting percentage was always gonna go down. But what you want to see from him is getting some more blocks. He's he's only averaging two and a half blocks a game, and last season he averaged almost four blocks a game, which is freaking unheard of. So that's Anthony Davis style. Uh, that's better than Anthony Davis blocks, I think. Pretty sure. Um, so yeah, he needs to get back into the elite block area and you 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 might wonder you know maybe the more offensive load is keeping his defense down a little bit that happens but blocks you know i'm sorry he should be he should be averaging over three blocks a game at the very least right now and he's not but the uptick in minutes has boosted uh the rest of his stats 18 points and almost uh, 15 rebounds for the averages on the season that's that's really nice but just need a little bit more blocks out of him and you know that's this should be what you're getting for most of the season. 
and you know that, that's nothing to that's nothing to be mad about taking a first pick on. But I I, I would never take him in the first round simply because of his free throws in in nine cat roto leagues, which is mostly what I play. But if you're in a punting strategy, you're liking what you're getting. Looking at the rest of the team. Waiters did play uh, a bit more than usual, 36 minutes, and that was due to Dragic being out as well. 16 points, six assists, a steal, four rebounds. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to jump on any Waiters Island ever. You know, I'm staying away from Waiters Island. I had a bad time there. I had ate some bad shellfish on Waiters Island. I'm out. Don't I'm not getting excited about Dragic being out and him his game getting somewhat better. I'm not excited about that. Um, I'm more excited about the um, I guess the opportunity to co-op a word that rings horrible for anyone who works in the corporate America. Uh, I'm interested in Tyler Johnson's opportunity with Dragic out. I'd like to see more minutes from him. Right now, he's ranked 44th on averages in nine cat leagues, and that's because he doesn't really hurt you anywhere. He doesn't do enough in any category for me to be like, oh man, look at that guy. But unlike some of the the guys I talk about who are like, he doesn't do enough, he he does enough, but nothing spectacular. Some guys do nothing spectacular, and then not enough. In other categories. But, you know, f- you know 14 points, um, one and a half threes, almost five rebounds, two assists, um, almost a steal and a half, a little under a block, 49%, 82 from the line, only one turnover a game. Like, none of those, none of those stats stand out at all. But they're all... You know, on that average above, a little bit above average or around average um, for every single category. And when you play a guy like that, they that, that adds up. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with liking non-sexy guys. Non-sexy guys, when you look at their totals, they're consistent and they provide enough value to warrant starting them. Dion Waiters might have had a sexier line tonight. Let's go check that out. Actually, you know, Deion Waiters hit two three-pointers. Tyler Johnson hit two three-pointers. Okay. Um, Deion Waiters had six assists and four rebounds. Tyler Johnson had four assists and eight rebounds. All right. Tyler Johnson didn't have a steal or a block tonight. Deion Waiters had a steal. Tyler Johnson only scored 14. Deion Waiters scored 16. Who do I want? I want Tyler Johnson. I'm sorry, Deion Waiters is not consistent, and sometimes he might go off, but Tyler Johnson's always coming in and putting in a nice, a nice stat line. Even in limit, in, in, in non-starters minutes, he's putting enough, he's doing enough to be relevant in standard leagues. I'm on the Tyler Johnson bandwagon. Um, I'd rather have Justice Winslow on this team, especially moving forward with. Um, possible long-term injury for Dragic. I don't think, I haven't heard anything that it was serious. Uh, I'm sure they're looking at it. I'm sure we'll hear some uh, information sooner or later on that. Let's move on to the next game. Um, Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets. So this was a blowout. And, you know, when you're playing the Warriors, it's not uh, terribly surprising to get blown the hell out. 
looking at the Warriors, the Warriors did what the Warriors need to do. They're still not really giving Zaja enough time to be relevant, though. In 14 minutes, he had four steals. So who knows with Zaja? Um, 14 minutes, just uh, I'm staying away from um, Petrulia forever, probably, because they just don't want to play him. They don't. They, they like that lineup of death. They like getting their bench guys in. And it's just, you know, they're just not relevant. No one else is relevant really on this team other than the, the big four. Clay has been um, hurting the most. And I, I maybe we should all saw that coming because Draymond still needs to do the intangibles and kind of replace the center. So, you know, Draymond monster line tonight, three three-pointers, but only four for seven. So that's nice and efficient. 13 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. Anytime you get good points out of Draymond, it's a good night for him. Curry is uh, getting wet after that 13 uh 3-point game. He's um he's got his uh he's got his groove back. He's 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 got a nice little hop in his step now. And that's that's what you want to see as a guy you probably spent like the, you know, a top 4, top 3 pick on him. Um 33 points, 6 for 6 from the line. Seven three-pointers, seven assists. Nice. You got you. when his assists are up, you know, you know he's feeling it. Five rebounds and a steal. That's a that's a beautiful line. That's great. Uh, Clay seven for fourteen, three three-pointers, nineteen points, three assists and two rebounds. I think this is more like a normal to me. That's a Clay night, um, and that, I think that's about as good as he's gonna get. So he's definitely taken a step back, but I don't think it's 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 not that detrimental. Um, this is the kind of night you should be expecting from Clay consistently. Uh, the fact that he's not giving that consistency is is not great. But I'm I'm still if people were trying to get rid of Clay because they think he's bad, I'd pick him up because you know how good this guy is. He can score thirty in a, in a quarter. Like the guy's magical. Uh, for the Nuggets, I'm. I'm really not sure what they were up to. I understand it was a blowout, but they sat Nurik and Joik, um, Jokic and Nurich. There it is. I got, I'm getting it down, everybody. They they sat the most of the game. They only played uh, 18 and 17, respectively. So they had horrible nights. And we're not seeing enough consistency from either one of these guys. And I was out on Joe at, uh, Jokic. Almost had it. I was out on Jokic being where he was being drafted. He was dra- being drafted way too high. He was ranked way too high. Uh, everybody gave him a Rudy Gobert syndrome where they th- he's going to take the leap. He's so young. He has 36 minutes. Look at this stuff. Well, you know, 36 minutes are a good indicator of, of ceiling, but often they are not taking in fully what that guy's doing. So if he's playing a lot against second teams, you know, and suddenly he's in a starting role and he's playing against really good players, like that doesn't translate that well. It's not a permanent thing. You, you get in grooves. You, it's it's not a science. And some guys, it, it works really well and to, to estimate out, but they got to stay on the floor. And I don't know if this was just like, oh, I'm tired of these starters sucking, so I'm going to sit them on the bench and teach them a lesson kind of thing. Gary Harris only played 18 minutes, too. Uh, Hernan Gomez played 30 minutes, uh, Was had 11 points, 9 rebounds. Kenneth Fareed played 30 minutes. He had 8 points, 11 rebounds. Javal Murray uh, played 29 minutes, 14 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 three-pointers, a steal, and a block. 
I'm I'm keeping an eye on uh, on Jamal Murray. I think he's got potential, and with this team kind of like not at all sure who they are, what they're doing, who they want to move forward with, and they they this team needs to make some desperate desperate trades. Um, Jamal Murray is not standard league relevant, but I'm keeping an eye on him. Uh, Gary Harris hasn't been playing very great either. Um, so if you still have him on a team, I'd drop him and find someone who can actually play. Um, other than that, you know, Will Barton, Daniello, you know, this was a blowout. You can't get much from uh, looking at the stat line from this game. Uh, Moutier just still can't shoot. 10 points, 4 assists, a steal. Bad night all around for the Nuggets. Let's let's not even talk about them anymore. Let's just move on to the final game of the night. The Lakers versus the Kings. The late 90s beautiful rivalry that I will always uh, treasure when I was um, briefly you know, in the Kings corner just because I hated Kobe and, you know. The Bulls were so, so terrible. So I need, I, I took a West Coast team. I don't think there's any harm in taking a, a West Coast team. I would never root for the Kings over the Bulls. But looking at tonight's box score, Lakers beat the Sacramento Kings tonight. Um, Boogie, I need you, man. I need you to get that draft pick for the Bulls this year. And, you know, Boogie did his part tonight. He had 28 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. No blocks, and he hit three three-pointers. That's that's the boogie I like to see. Three three-pointers. What a lunatic. Three for six. Um, Rudy Gay, still solid. A very underrated fancy player and NBA player. 15 points, eight rebounds, an assist, and two steals. Um, you know, so I'm keeping him on my teams. I think his value is solid. Ty Lawson is still starting on this team. Now, he played 25 minutes, and Darren Collison only played 23 minutes. Darren Collison was 2 for 11, which is horrible, but he had 6 points, 9 assists, and 2 steals. Ty Lawson had 11 points, 1 assist, 2 steals, 1 rebound, 2 three-pointers. Um... Surprising Lawson's still getting the start here. Colson's probably just working his way back into it. I still like, in the long term, I still like Colson over Lawson, but it is interesting to see that Lawson is still playing decent minutes and getting uh, enough tick to, um, keep an, to keep an eye on. Big leagues, you can still keep him on your team. Um, I, I, I still, I'm not, I don't want him on my team, personally. In my normal standard league, um, smaller smaller teams, smaller leagues, roto leagues, I'm not interested in um, Ty Lawson. I'm willing, I am willing to keep Darison, Darren Collison on my team, keep him around, see what he's, what he's going to have in store for the rest of the year. He's playing his way back into shape. I'm okay with uh, dealing with the fact that he's not playing well right now. Everybody else on this team, like I said, Aaron Flalo is a guy who doesn't do enough for me. Um, unlike Tyler Johnson, who does a little bit of everything, Aaron Flalo doesn't really do much of anything. So I'm not I'm not interested in him. Matt Barnes, he played 29 minutes tonight, seven points, only one three, five rebounds, two steals, two blocks, and an assist. So if you know you got Matt Barnes laying around, and you played him tonight. That's nice, but I just don't think he's standard league relevant. Uh, he doesn't play enough. He's not consistent. I, uh, I'm i staying away from Matt Barnes as well. Going over to the Lakers, um, D'Angelo Russell really needs – someone needs to teach him he's not Kyrie Irving. He doesn't get 
to not pass the ball. Like, get good at passing the ball. If you want to be good in this league, get good at passing the ball. And he only played 23 minutes, so maybe there is something to to that. He had 17 points, one assist, no steals, no blocks, no rebounds, one three-pointer. You know, he's, he's he is definitely playing much better, but there's going to be growing pains. It's only his second year. Everyone who's pegging him for the All-Star team, like I said, you're going to be wrong. He's not going to make the All-Star team, especially in the West. You're, you're all drunk. You are hyped up on on Lakers nonsense. Um, yeah, D'Angelo, get better. You know, and he's got the potential. He's good enough. He's had some amazing stat lines already this season, but the consistency isn't going to be there. I don't think it's going to be there for the whole year. He's going to be good. Uh, he's going to have some bad nights, but you know, overall, he's standard league relevant. Julius Randle is someone who's actually really surprised me this year. I was actually thinking he's not, he wasn't someone who should be drafted in in standard leagues, or if so, with one of your last picks. And um, he's actually playing uh, his way into being very, very good. And if you look, he's only playing 28 minutes a game. In fact, nobody on this team is averaging over 30 minutes a game. And I understand why. There's enough talent to go around on this team, and uh, Luke Walton's probably just trying to get a feel for who's the really the best players on this team. But in 26 minutes tonight, Julius Randle had 15 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, and a block. Uh, he also shot a 3. He did not make that 3, but um, that's really, I mean, that's a solid line. That's a solid fantasy line. It's it, That's not a great fantasy line, but this guy's, you know, he's 61 yeah, 61st in um, overall by averages on the year after nine games. He's almost assist, almost a blocks, eight rebounds, 14 points, and uh, three threes. He's like a he's like a not he's like a not great forward center that still should start on your team. And the fact that he's young, he's only playing 28 minutes. And you know the Lakers, you know, might actually you know be trying to develop him, and he might. Later in the season, just be playing, you know, heavy minutes and, and then really trying to develop um, his his talent. Like, I like him moving forward. I like him a lot. Everybody, on this, everybody else on this team, I'm not a huge fan of. I know Nick Young. Uh, I know Swaggy P occasionally looks real flashy. I think he's like a he's like a J.R. Smith, but like not even not even a poor man's J.R. Smith. I, I mean, he's still standard league relevant. He should be on someone's team right now because he's he's hitting about two and a half threes a game. He's doing enough tonight. He had four three pointers, but he shot he only shot six for eleven. He was four for nine from behind the arc. Sixteen points, three rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Like that's fine. Um, that's ownable especially if he's going to give you hot threes like that. But I need more from Swaggy P. I need him to do more in the box score. I need I need more of those counting stats. And right now, you know, there's just there's not enough there. He's kind of holding it together based just just on his, the amount of threes he can actually throw down in one game. Uh, Lou Williams, who is someone who should be on fantasy players' radars from years past, just the way he performs... He also not getting enough minutes to be standard league. I think not fully standard league relevant. It just bothers me that he's only playing 23 minutes a game tonight. He did play 23 minutes. He was six for 12, 21 points, three steals and assists, two rebounds and three, three pointers. I mean, that's a great line. That's an ownable line. Um, 
that's a guy to have on your roster line. But, you know, the consistency isn't there. Yeah, he's a, he fills it up. He's a scorer. Uh, I'm willing to have him on my team if I need points. You know, if I need points and three-pointers, I'm willing to have him on my team. But he's averaging almost two steals a game as well. So, you know, worth, worth having. Worth having on a team. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. I don't. Uh, he's not playing enough minutes for me to to be worth it. Um, little side note is Brandon Ingram played 28 minutes tonight. Uh, I, I'm not impressed with his his stat line, but it's just it's just interesting to note when he's getting tick and uh, what he does with that. Tonight, nothing impressive, but the guy's too young to to be really putting any definitive definitions on him. So. Just keep an eye on Brandon Young and see how they use him. But there's too many young guys on this team. This is another team that needs to make a trade. They got too many similar guys. You know, they got Lou Williams and Jordan Clarkston. They got Nick Young and you know Larry Nance Jr. Like okay, like these guys are all similar, similar dudes. They they need to they need to move some of these guys. Uh, maybe for some wily vets. So hopefully, you know, Lakers smarten up move some guys, but they're not playing for anything, and they're 5-4, and four, so if they're playing you know, 50 500 basketball I mean, maybe they won't blow it up, maybe they'll just you know run it back, see what they can do with it, see what they can do with the assets I don't know, that is a topic for a different time, um, that's all the games tonight, not a ton of games which is okay by me gets me uh, to bed early so thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to another round of box scores on watching the boxes. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a good rating on whatever app you happen to be downloading, especially iTunes, and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, it helps people find the podcast, helps us in the rankings. So tell a friend, tweet it out. And if you are on Twitter and you want to get a hold of me and ask me questions about your fantasy league, you got questions about who to pick up, trades, whatever, uh, I'm available. I'm around. I have a phone that alerts me when people are talking to me on Twitter, just like the rest of America. So feel free to tweet at me at watch the boxes, all one word. That's just watch the boxes. Um, and yeah, I'll see what I can do to help you out. But yeah, give us a good review, tweet at me, do whatever, do whatever you want. I mean, this is America for now. So yeah, thanks for joining us. Have a good night, everybody. Godspeed. <laughs>